Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back to Hachzeik. We are up to Shear 74, and we are continuing in Parakyud Gimel. Vitira, Gizosu Tachbula Gadola Adam, Lamani Natsam Yitzro. This is a very big, a good strategy, a very big strategy for a person, a great strategy for a person to be saved from his Yitzhahara, to know what brings his Yitzhahara, and to stay away from that thing. Not to wait until the person's in the grasp of the Yitzhahara, because then it's too late. Often it's too late. Once a person gets into the chapter of an Avera, when he's there, it's very difficult to be victorious over the Yitzhahara. And to conquer him. So there's two things the Silas Sharm here says to be victorious and to conquer. Victorious means to win over him now, and conquer him is to think about how to win over him in the future. So it's very important to think about it before a person gets into the clutches of the Aver. What brings him to the Aver? What makes him slip on the slippery slope towards an Aver? That's precious. Um, Alkain, therefore, when a person's far from it, right now, a person has to think, am I far from an Avera? Yes. Okay, so stay far from the Avera. What brings me closer to the Avera? Well, I go into this place and I speak with these people and I go into this room or go into this computer, this uh, website, uh, this chat. Well, dog, stay away from that. That's precious. Precious is ask myself, what makes me close to an I'm not doing Aver. Doing Aver, it's too late. I'm done. Aver, Yitzhar will control me most of the time. The question is, what brings me close to an Aver? That's what Precious is. And to stay away from those things, because once I'm on the slippery slope, I slide down the slope. So I have to stay Rachok. That's what Precious is. Because the Yitzhar is like that. He is very sneaky and sly. He'll say, like the Gemara says, Today I'll say, do this tiny act. Do this tiny act until he eventually says, go do avodah zara. In the beginning, it looks like it's an innocent, benign thing until he does it. So it's, that's why it's important to outsmart him by asking myself, what brings me closer to the to the, to the Aveira? Once you stay far away, the Yitzhahar has a hard time bringing you close. And then he brings more. It brings more examples. It's even a mitzvah. Relations with, his, with a person's wife is to, completely mutter, even a mitzvah. Nonetheless, there's precious. There's something called tefillas Ezra for Balei Keri. So shouldn't be always So they'll reduce the indulgence. A person, if it's a mutter, if a person just continues without precious, he's drowning himself. He'll go right into Isser because he can't get enough of it. There is, there is, it's going to say now, a person has a small aver. If you starve it, it gets satisfied. The less of indulgence, the happier it is. The marivo must be of that if you satisfy it and you keep on indulging it, Rav will get more hungry. It's the opposite of your stomach. Your stomach, when you're hungry and you eat, you get full. But the Yitzhahara, when you're hungry and you eat, you get hungrier. When you starve it, you get less hungry. It's the exact opposite of the physical stomach. 
And it's important over here, Rabdan brings that Chatzka Levenstein, Zechatzadik Levrocha said that all the tithes of a person, all the physical tithes even, come from spiritual tithes. The, the person may say, why do I have such strong tithes? It's because you have a lot of strong spiritual tithes. And the mushal he gives, Rechatzkel gave, is like imagine uh, you're very, very, very thirsty. And instead of pouring water into your mouth, you pour it into your pocket. It won't help. You just get frustrated. It's not working. You'll keep on pouring until nothing happens. You'll go crazy. That's how physical tithes are. A person really thirsty for spiritual closeness to Hashem, spiritual closeness to other people, Tyra mitzvahs, kedusha, Tyra. A person really thirsty and has a tithe for that. They don't know that. So they think it's going to be taken care of by physical tithe. And physical tithe is like pouring water into his pocket. Pouring, pouring water into his mouth, then he starts feeling good. Then he starts getting... Because the neshama is really the source of all tithe. The nefesh is really the source of all tithe. It's, it, the proof is a person that... Uh, has a, an illness in their nefesh, they don't have desire to, for taiva anymore. Why? Because it's not from the guf. Guf doesn't produce taiva. The nefesh produces taiva. And the true desire, a happiness of the nefesh is from spirituality, not from physicality. Physicality is pleasurable if it's used for a mitzvah. It's used to misamech other people, to misamech a, a mitzvah, to, to be involved as part of a mitzvah. But as an independent standalone, Physical pleasure, desire, and indulgence is frustrating to a person. It just doesn't do it. It thinks he's going to do it. And then after he indulges, he says, uh, that's it. I have to look for more. I have to look for more until he goes crazy, like trying to catch his tail. He'll never end. He'll, he'll die without fulfilling his tithes. Um, it's interesting. And a proof, proof for this, the Mises Sharm brings, or Dumb brings this on the bottom, that Mises Sharm brings Chazal, uh, um, in a medrash on the pasuk Vaydabach Amar Itam Lamer Shchem Bni Chashka Nafsha Vibitchem Shchem desired to take Dina. Shchem said, My son, Chamar said, My son Shchem really desires to take Dina. Tunu na osalo leisha. And he used three different languages of desire, of, of lust, of desire for Dina. One is the same three languages that Hashem uses to talk about how much He loves Klai Yisrael. Dvekos, Dveka, Chasheka, and Chafetza. These three languages. We learn from who? A Russia. To teach uh, Hamar and, and Shechem. To teach us that all desires come from the same place. They come from a spiritual source. It's just the counterfeit side of the desire is the physical side. And that's why the exact three Lashonos, Tevekos, Chashekos, and Chafetzos, this is the same languages that Chamar uh, and Shechem use, where HaKadosh Baruch uses, to show his desire for Klai Yisrael. It's unbelievable you say that all Taivas Olam Hazeh come from Taivas Olam Haba. All Taivas of Gashmias really come on a deeper level, Taivas of Ruchnias. It just feels like it's Taivas of Gashmias. It's a big chizik for people who suffer from very strong Yitzhahara. They should know it's coming from this very strong Yitzhahara underneath it. It's just the Yitzhahara intercepts the desire. says, oh, it's me. It's, it's, it's me. And then you realize it's not because it doesn't satisfy. It doesn't do enough. It's never satisfying because it's not the source of the need. The need's not in the guf. It's in the nefesh. It's in the shama. Let's, let's continue with the Mrs. Sharm. 
Even when Rabbi Eliezer was doing a mitzvah, he would be tzniyastik. He would be very, he would make gedarim even in tzniyas, even in a mitzvah. And this is, teaches us, and the Shulchan Aruch brings us down the Maisa, that this is for everybody. And he talks about clothing and jewelry. doesn't prescribe how much jewelry you can wear, what kind of clothing you can wear, you can wear whatever clothing you want, and whatever jewelry you want. Just can't have shotness in it. It has to, a four-cornered garment has to have tzitzis. And then all clothing is mutter, all jewelry is mutter. And it has to be tzniyastik. Something to, to focus on is sneers. But if, if you don't realize, this is where precious comes in, a, the type of clothing you wear, besides could be a lack of sneers, it could be a cause for gaiva. person has to realize that expensive clothing is an expression of gaiva. But it's not. It makes me feel good. But it's also a person to do an honest check of themselves if it's not an expression of gaiva. There's a halachas, the Gemara and Brachas says a person shouldn't stand on a high platform where other people are standing because it could bring gaiva, even though just standing on a chair, I'm standing on a platform. A person should daven from a low platform and not from a high platform. Why? Because that brings in, even though I'm standing, I'm, I'm not thinking about being on a high platform, but that brings gaiva. These little nuances bring gaiva in a person's heart. And there's hilchas tefillah in that. Obviously, uh, wearing certain types of clothing can bring this nus and it could bring kina, taiva, oshek person sees that Yitzhahar is coming he could feel it he starts curling his hair and he starts uh, feeling his clothing clothing and hair is very related to gaiva and this is part of precious to be honest with oneself about what the focus in his clothing and his hair is. And Hashem wants, Hashem wants our focus on Him. And Tznius is all not about clothing. Tznius is about, am I standing in front of Hashem or not? Hatil, um, Vadiba, they talks about taking walks and speaking, just schmoozing. It could be totally mutter words. Not dvar osr. Vadai dintara mutter. Midaraisa, it's 100% mutter to shmuz about nonsense. Um, sometimes it's necessary because to, to relax. You're allowed to take a break, you're allowed to relax your neshama, you're allowed to relax in order to have Hashem better afterwards. But again, that has to be thought out. Am I doing this to relax or am I doing this because I'm wasting time? Um, speech, it could be a bitl taira if it's just wasteful speech. How much bittul Torah comes from wasting time? Lying, this comes from unprotected speech. Chazal tell us that the smartest thing for Chachma is being quiet. Why? Because Gras says a ksil will express everything inside of him before he works it out. That's a fool. After a person thinks about what they want to say, then they speak. That's why siyag l'chachma shtika. That's why Gemara tells us, and it's a part in Shulchan Aruch, after a person goes to shul, as davens, they should go straight to the base medrash, because that's when they're on a higher level, and then their speech will be elevated, and, and he's, he's, he's going to learn on a higher level. 
because he just spoke words of tefillah. It's, it's, to speak a lot is very hard to not sin when a person speaks a lot. It's a good idea to speak less because it's very easy to slip when we speak a lot. Um, the Taz, and the Radom brings the Taz in, in, in Evan Ezer, says that uh, sleep, for example, it's, some people think they should learn in, in the night in order to get more learning. And some people think that they should sleep at night, a good night's sleep, so they can learn better quality. And he says both are true. Sometimes a person can learn well at night, that's fine. But he says if a person is going to be tired the next day, the quality is down, the person should not learn at night. And Hashem knows your thoughts. If you're really focusing on learning better, then you should sleep more if that helps you. Don't be such a tzaddik to say I have to sleep less and learn more because it's not going to help you in your quality of learning. And you're, you're doing it maybe for other reasons, but that's not the right. right reason is to think, what does Hashem want? I should get the most quality out of my learning. And sometimes the requisite amount of sleep is required. And uh, then we go, talks about speech. He says we have to watch our speech, where the, 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 how we're speaking, not, not to speak without a filter. It's very easy to get to a mikshel when a person just speaks and speaks and speaks. That's why it's, this is also part of precious to pay attention to how much we're talking and what we're saying and what, what we want to say is that really coming out of our mouth. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.